It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Skald Circle to listen to the tale of The Wood of Tordla from Estonia, as told by Casimir. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at thescaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. And this is the tale of the Wood of Tordla, from Estonia, as told by Casimir. Weird, 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 ever weird. Listen now to the wizard with a lolling red tongue. In ancient days, there was a beautiful wood called the Wood of Tordla. No one dared venture into it. The boldest men who chanced to be near it told how under the thick trees strange human-shaped creatures swarmed like ants in an anthill. It happened one night that a peasant going home from a feast wandered into the forest. He saw strange things around a bright fire. Countless swarms of children and old women were gathered. Some sat on the ground, others danced on the green sward. One old woman had a broad shovel in her hand, with which from time to time she scattered the glowing ashes over the grass. Then the children, with a shout, would mount into the air and, like night owls, flap about in the rising smoke. Then they would come back to the earth again. Other strange sights he saw, but because the peasant's head was swimming, the village folk did not quite believe his tale. Now, not far from the wooded Tantla once lived a widower who had married a brawling, quarreling woman. The seven-year-old little girl, left by the first wife, was a bright, sweet creature. The wicked woman used to cuff and beat her from morning to night and give her worse food than she fed the dogs. As for the father, he was too afraid of the wicked woman to help his child. For two years, Elsa stood this terrible life and shed many tears. It chanced one Sunday that she went with other village children to pick strawberries. Lagging along as children do, they reached the edge of the wood of Tontla without knowing it. There grew many strawberries. The whole grass was quite red with them. The children ate the sweet berries and filled their baskets with as many as they could. Then, suddenly, one of the boys recognized the dreadful place and cried out, Run! Run! We are in the Tartla Wood! These words were more terrible than thunder and lightning. All the children ran, as though the Tartla monsters were at their heels. Elsa, who had gone a bit further than the others, heard the cry of the boy, but she did not stop picking berries. The Tartla creature, she thought, cannot be worse than the hateful woman at home. Just then, a tiny black dog with a silver bell hanging from his neck came running up and barked at her. At his barking, a tiny maiden in a beautiful silken garment sprang from among the trees and told the dog to be quiet. How nice, said she to Elsa, that you did not run away with the other children. Stay with me and be my playmate. We will play such pretty games and go berry picking every day. Mother will not refuse me this when I ask her. Come, let us go to her now. Then the pretty child seized Elsa by the hand and led her deeper and deeper into the wood. The tiny black dog barked for joy, and jumping on Elsa licked her hands. Oh, wonder of wonders, what marvels and magnificence met Elsa's eyes. 
she thought that she was in heaven. A splendid garden filled with fruit trees and berry bushes lay before her. On the boughs of the trees sat birds brighter than the most brilliant butterflies, many of them adorned with gold and silver, and the birds were quite tame, letting the children hold them in their hands. In the midst of the garden stood a mansion built of rock crystal and precious stones, so that its walls and roof shone like the sun. A lady in magnificent garments sat on a bench before the door. Whom do you bring as your guest? she asked the little girl. The little daughter answered, I found her in the wood and brought her here to be my playmate. Will you permit her to remain? The lady smiled, but never said a word. She examined Elsa with a sharp look from top to toe. Then she called Elsa nearer and stroked her cheeks, and asked her kindly who she was and if her parents were living and whether she would like to stay. Elsa kissed the lady's hand and fell down before her, embraced her knees, and replied through tears. My mother has been resting for a long time beneath the grass. Mother was carried away and all love went with her. My father cannot help me and the wicked woman at home beats me without mercy every day. So pray, golden lady, let me stay here. Let me tend your flocks or do any other work. I will do anything and obey you. But do not send me home or the wicked woman will beat me half to death because I did not go back with the village children. The lady smiled and said, I will think about it. Then she arose and went into the house. The little girl said to Elsa, Mother is friendly. I saw by her looks that she will grant my request. Wait here a minute. And the little girl followed the lady, and then soon came back with a toy box in her hand. Have you ever been rowing on a sea? She asked Elsa. Rowing on the sea? What is that? Said Elsa. I have never heard of such a thing. Oh, you soon will, said the little girl, and she took the cover off the box. Inside lay a leaf of lady smock, a mussel shell, and two fish bones. On the leaf hung a few drops of water. The little girl spilled the drops in the grass. Immediately, the garden, the grass, and everything that stood there vanished. So far as the eye could reach was only water that stretched till it seemed to strike the horizon. Only under the children's feet was a tiny dry spot. Now the little girl set the mussel shell on the water and took the fish bones in her hands. The mussel shell swelled and changed into a pretty boat, big enough for a dozen children. The two children stepped into the boat. Elsa sat down timidly, but the little girl laughed, and the bones she held in her hands became oars. The waves rocked the children like a cradle, and one by one little skiffs came sailing up. In each sat beings who sang and were joyful. Elsa could not understand what they said, but they kept repeating one word, Kisiki. Elsa asked what it meant, and the little girl said, That is my name. How long they rowed about, I do not know. Then they heard, Children, come home, it is nearly evening. Kisiki took the little box from her pocket, in which the leaf lay. She dipped the leaf in the water till a few drops hung on it. Immediately they found themselves near the magnificent mansion in the garden. The water was gone, and all was firm and dry. The mussel shell and the fishbone were back in the box, and the children went into the mansion. And that is the tale of the Wood of Totla from Estonia. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page, as noted in the description below. You can earn great rewards while also supporting us, to keep these stories alive for generations to come. 
Also, remember to subscribe to us on your podcast app and leave us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Cat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories, and we truly appreciate it. Visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have ever told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story.